What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 54 of the RXP podcast, the podcast where three working professionals talk all about their love for movies, TV shows, and video games. Today, of course, my name is Matt, and I'm one of your hosts, but I am joined by Tiffany. Hello, hello. And Alex. Happy holiday season's greetings. Season's greetings, indeed. We are cut right in between Thanksgiving and Christmas, and it is getting to that time. There's twinkly lights everywhere. I think, like, the the neighborhood right next to mine, uh, there is this guy. He goes all out for Christmas. Like, he has one of those, like, uh, signs that you, you go to a certain radio station, and his lights actually go along with like the radio station everything it's kind of ridiculous mad skills yeah yeah also high um, electricity bill exactly exactly um but he's he's been working on it probably the past month and a half and he does this every year um anyway kudos to that guy but we're not talking about lights we're not even talking about christmas or thanksgiving we're going to be talking about something that may also happen over and over and over again like christmas every you know every year we're going to be talking about time loops time loops this is the name of the game of 2021 this is our second iteration of our specifics segment um you may remember we did specifics for pokemon um, well into last year uh, we talked about the ins and outs of pokemon and what made pokemon special and we're going to be doing that all about time loops today so we're going to talk about what time loops do well and what they don't. But you know what is a great primer for time loops is to learn about the definition. You might be thinking, Matt, are you going to be bringing out like Webster's? Like Alex loves Webster's. You know, he pulls out the dictionary every now and again. And I say, no, I am taking from yourtimetravelexperience.com. <laughs> What? That list. Is this a peer <laughs> this is a real website. website? I don't we're know. We're not sponsored. We're we're not sponsored. Actually, we're like anti-sponsors. Um this is actually a hilarious website. Um but they had a really good definition, but they are all about thinking time travel is real and they have proof. If you want to look that up, but you know, I haven't really I haven't really read it, so you know, go into it how you like. But they do have a time loop definition, which I quite enjoy. They say a time loop is a phenomenon when some periods of time are repeated and re-experienced by somebody. The person trapped in a time loop is trying to break out of this cycle. And that's it. That's all they say. And I think, you know what? It's straight to the point. But my co-host, do you think, as far as media, like we're talking about games, movies, TV shows, do you think that's what you think of when someone says a time loop story or do you would you add or subtract anything to this i don't necessarily want to say that the protagonist wants to escape a time loop though i okay. i don't necessarily have a good example of a story off the top of my head of an individual riding through the time loop situation yeah except one thing well, that might be spoilery that i'm not going to talk about I think I think we should just put a blanket statement for spoilers, right? Like this is probably going to be spoiler filled, right? Yeah. Are, are I we guess. are we cool with that? I guess so. So can I spoil just a small portion of Deathloop, which will be you know game of the year contender this year? Yeah, listeners, there will be a spoiler warning in the timestamps below. <laughs> you this, do this whole you. Section will be spoiler you warning. do you. It's interesting that you say that because there's two main characters for Deathloop. There's Colt Vaughn, who is the main protagonist that you take control of. And then there's the one person that's the assassin that chases after you. Her name is Juliana. And Juliana is actually aware of the time loop at the same time. And the, she's aware of the time loop and wants to keep the time loop the same. So that actually plays pretty well like with your definition. Like It's someone who's aware of the time loop. And doesn't want to repeat cycles. So I, I buy it. Oh, okay. That's fair. In general, then, honestly, I kind of go with your situation. It's a, it's a period of time that's repeated. Like the same period of time yeah. that's repeated over and over. So I would agree with that. Yeah. With that website. Exactly. 
with this website that we are not sponsored and may or may not agree with anything else that they talk about. <laughs> that might be it. Okay. So, time loops. This is the year, right? Like, this is the time. Deathloop, game of the year contender, right? We also have some indie games. Uh, 12 Minutes is a big one. That was one that, like, took the media by storm for better or for worse. Um, you know, we have Returnal, which is also, like, contender for a lot of game awards um and then simple as uh forgotten city which all three of us played like those are four examples of this year that makes me think that 2021 really is a time loop time to be alive i guess in media um what other examples do you guys like think about when someone says a time loop story so i'm surprised you haven't yourself brought up majora's mask Listen, you know, there's always time for Majora's Mask, but touche, touche. Are we doing free-for-all stories right now, or are we just focused on video games? Yeah, anything. It could be movies, TV shows, the whole gambit. So, I definitely think, when I think time loop, Mm -hmm. those five minutes in Doctor Strange... Okay. I've come oh, to with bargain. Your mama? Yes, I've come. <laughs> the, and everyone hated that yeah. portion. They're like, he just annoyed him to I death. understand, but that was a time loop, sir. And that's I, I feel like that's the most mainstream time loop thing that we got in recent times. Um, other mm-hmm. time loop examples, definitely Happy Death Day, which was a horror oh, yeah. time loop movie which mm-hmm. i watched on an airplane and it was a great airplane movie i'm not big into horror movies but that was just really intriguing to me and then do you guys remember 50 first states yeah do you I do. consider that time loop though because that was like you know drew barrymore had amnesia or something and like couldn't remember mm-hmm. past a day or something like that like was that a time loop or not a time loop You know, like we think, you know, just classically that time loops are like have to be some sort of supernatural. Okay. But that one actually is something that like maybe is explained by natural causes. And I think like it's almost like she's in a time loop because she's reliving the same day. She's like eating waffles and stacking them up into a house every day in the diner. Yeah. But actually, you know, as I bring this up, everyone else is moving forward in their days. Right. So like. Maybe I've just realized that this isn't a time loop story because she's trapped in her own time loop. I Yeah, I think an argument could be made that specifically for her experiences, she's in a loop. But that is an interesting take to say, like, can one character be looping and then no one else's? This is this is not an argument I thought that we were going to or a discussion I thought we were going to have with this episode, 51st Dates. <laughs> but bear with me. What if... Drew Barrymore is the NPC that relives the same. She like has the same path, same dialogue. And Adam Sandler is the main protagonist. He like remains his like thoughts every day. And he knows like what strategies didn't work the day before. And he like gains that knowledge and gains like every single day. He knows like, oh, if I like go hardcore and like flirt with her at the diner, she's not going to get, you know, you know, be with me. Interesting take interesting could be yeah i don't know could be one could almost argue has anyone seen free guy yeah i was about to say you not- described <laughs> her as npc and i'm like isn't that yeah. the basis of free guy <laughs> yeah <laughs> i've actually i still have yet to see it. has anyone seen it no, no. i'm waiting for it to show up on disney uh, plus oh i didn't even know it was coming to disney plus that's great news yep. i'm i'm like 85 percent sure it's coming to disney plus I, I like those odds i like those odds Alex, do you see like any other time loop experience? When we th- talk about all these time loops, do you have something in mind? I have two, and these have okay. stayed with me because maybe not to say how bad they are, but just how memorable they are because they're loops. <laughs> and obviously, the titular Looper, you know, starring Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Emily Blunt and Bruce Willis and Bruce no, Willis. Emily Blunt is in. Emily Blunt is in Looper. She is. She- She's the mother of the child towards the end of the movie. She's in it for a very little bit. Oh, She's not a major character. my gosh. But, you know, Looper, it's in the title. You know, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Bruce Willis. It's the classic story that, you know, and spoiler warning has already been provided. But 
at the very end, right? You know, Joseph Gordon-Levitt has to kill himself in order to stop Bruce Willis, right? So, like, that's how that yeah. wraps up. But on the flip side, and also happens to have Emily Blunt in it, Live, Die, Repeat slash Edge of Tomorrow with Tom Cruise. Oh, okay. And I get to see that. Oh, that, that is, is a good movie. Yeah, that is also another looping movie where I think in reality, in retrospect, looking at it, it might be the best, like, visual slash like cinematic representation of what playing a video game is like because okay. you know tom cruise being you know earning the ability to loop the same day over and over you know and this is because of events that happen early on in the movie that he specifically gains this ability to go back into the past uh and relive the same day and kind of play it out differently while retaining knowledge of what happened on previous mm-hmm. days right and this is exactly like playing a video game, right? You know, you make some progress, you end up dying, you then reset to a checkpoint. You rem- you as a player remember everything, but and then it's up to you to, you know, events play out almost the same, but obviously you influence it with, you know, your newfound knowledge to say, I know an enemy is going to be coming around this corner at this time so mm. you can anticipate it. Yeah. These are all really good examples. Um, like two classic more examples um groundhog day like i feel like that one was like i've never seen kind of the ultimate oh really okay yeah it's it's probably the earliest time loop that i can think of at least like maybe there's something before that but um that one's pretty good and then something that was critically acclaimed but um i've never seen is palm springs which is actually a comedy um never seen it have you guys seen? no but i want to it's on hulu okay yeah like yeah, it's uh, supposedly a lot of people. I think it won something like for comedy last year. I'm not sure, uh, but yeah, uh, really good examples, and it kind of leads us to what's going to be the backbone of this entire episode. Because as we've talked about some of these examples, there is a beginning, basically how a time loop is introduced in all these stories, a middle loop to loop, and then the end whether or not that sticks. And so we're going to talk about each one. And I want to know what your guys' experience with it. If you think there's certain times where something was introduced very, very well um, and vice versa. So I'm going to start with the beginning. And this is this is where I was saving my one of my favorite games of all time, which uh. is, in my opinion, the best time loop experience in my earliest time loop experience, which is Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask. Uh, this game, for those of you who have lived under a rock for, you know, the greater half of 20 years, I suppose, <laughs> uh, Majora's Mask, it is a time loop where you are trying to do as much as you can in 72 in-game hours. Once the 72 hours end up, the moon crashes and destroys the entire planet. So you're trying to do everything you can in each loop-to-loop to try to make progress. And the... Like, playing this game, this is, of course, a year after Ocarina of Time, which is still critically, like, one of the best games on Metacritic. Playing Majora's Mask, which looks about the same, shares a bunch of these character models. Like, why is it so special? There is a clock basically just counting down. And you look around, and you look up, and there's a moon. There's a moon just looking at you. And as you progress... The music starts ramping up each day, gets a little bit quicker until the last day it's like super speedy. And every day that moon is getting closer and closer and closer to the NPC. And to me, that was a way for me to visualize this time loop, like this impending doom of like, I need to make the most of this time before, you know, I just, you know, die or have to restart a loop. Um, So for, for you guys, this brings up a really good question. Do you think that having a time limit on your loops is, do you like that or do you not? Because there's different time loops where, and we're talking mostly for games now, um, that they don't have a time loop. And it's kind of like you just do everything you can in a day and then it resets. Or do you like having some sort of thing in the background counting down? I guess it really depends on, especially for games, the type of game you're going for. I think in some cases, I know it's something we haven't mentioned yet, but I don't think any of us have played it, but The Outer Wilds uh, is that type of game Mm -hmm. where there's a hardcore, I think, 15-minute cap per loop. 
So like everything you have to do is within a 15 minute loop. Also the game minute M I N I T is also a loop of one minute. That's a hard cap. Uh, but I think in those cases, when you have that hard limit set on the character or whatever, if it's in a game or in a story, there needs to be a sense of urgency. Uh, and I know usually that urgency is like related to either the life of the character or like the fate of the world or something. Mm-hmm. But I think the story needs to be built around like something like Majora's Mask, where literally it's the end of the world when the moon collides into the planet. So mm-hmm. in those cases, I think it does make sense because it, it adds to the urgency of which, you know, you need to get things done, right? You're looping, but you're looping with a purpose. Uh, mm-hmm. But on the flip side, right, if there is no cap, I think then you're allowed to wander more. And as long as the story is focused around the idea that the character is meant to explore, figure out what's happening on their own in that case, where there's maybe it's not as high stakes per se, then I think it's better to not have a cap in those instances, just so it better reflects the pace at which you go about experiencing the loop. As a player, I don't think I would like a time limit. Mainly mm-hmm. because when I play games, I kind of take my time exploring. I guess it also depends if it's, if it's a more linear experience or open world-like. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't, I don't like it. The cool thing about Majora's Mask is that you have your ocarina and you can actually play a song that slows down time. So it takes twice as much time to go through three days. Um, like those are like the sort of things that you gain knowledge with as you progress the story to make you can do more and more with your loops. Um, but on the opposite end of the spectrum, I think Deathloop and this is not getting too much into Deathloop, but Deathloop doesn't have a time limit. It's just you do as much as you can in that time of day before you move into the next day. But you can literally spend 12 real-life hours playing one afternoon. Um, you would run out of things to do. You'd run out of NPCs to kill. Uh, but, you know, you could do it. And to me, it was really relaxing. And part of the reason why I loved just looking around and, like, seeing this world and being able to delve, di- delve deep into the world of Deathloop. But how have how have uh, things opened up for you guys? Like what what game, what movie has done it well introducing a time loop, or maybe what hasn't? I actually really enjoyed my time with the Forgotten City. I think that's actually my first and maybe only time loop game that I've played. But what I liked about it was that I did kind of feel a sense of urgency. Like there was no time limit or anything, just like maybe triggered events mm-hmm. might cause the loop to end early. But I like felt like I needed to find out what's happening. And I also, one thing that I really liked is kind of like a quality of life thing that I don't know if other games have, but I think they should. Having your like assistant or like you befriending Gregorius or whatever and you basically mm-hmm. show up at the beginning of your time loop and he's like hey yo and you're like we don't have time to talk I need you to go to A talk to B and find C go you know and mm-hmm. like I loved that because then I was like oh mm-hmm. he can go trigger some events while I continue to explore areas that I wasn't able to explore previously I really liked that I think from a design perspective, it's great game design, but I think from a story perspective, that aspect of Forgotten City suffers because while it makes sense for you to be able to continue progressing down other like paths to like advance the story, I don't think there's any semblance of the story that makes sense he would listen to you, especially when I guess for him, it's the I think it's the first time like you appear. So why mm-hmm. would he suddenly, like, every time you loop, I don't understand why he would be convinced to be like, yeah, I'll take orders from this random stranger telling me what to do. Like, I don't See, I don't know if there's anything that convinced me that he would do that because I said so. I feel like we got an, a semblance of his, uh, his personality to do that. Like, him and that yeah, slow guy. Him b- being that guy's friend. Who's that guy's name? That guy. Oh, yeah. It starts with a D. It's like Dunny. Dill, Demetrius. Mm. I don't know. It's, I mean, it, that as Demetrius. nice as nice as that character is, I just don't like. 
in a real life setting though, like with all of these people being transported there, I just don't think it makes like they didn't do enough to make it seem convincing. Like I said, it's very smart just for the design of the game, but I don't think the story set it up to make that believable enough. See, but you know, I'm not knocking it that hard. I me. also think that this is similar though in real life. Like I'm if I seriously came up to the two of you and I was like, This is gonna sound crazy, but I've been reliving the same day. Eight times now, I need you to do me a favor. No questions asked. Can you go get me a stick of butter or some BS like that? Right, but I'm saying mm-hmm. if a random, if you said that to a <laughs> random stranger, they would never say yes. Never. If they like, were friends with that slow dude, I think they would. I'm just kidding. I, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I, I kind of get what you're talking about, Tiffany. I think that kind of like leans into kind of making progress with progress and everything like i think i really enjoyed the forgotten city doing that because this came right after and this is kind of cutting into the middle part going from loop to loop um what forgotten city did so well was making it easy to replay the same day over and over and over again it's not like boring and it's not busy work to like okay i've got to run across town and i've got to go heal this person and i gotta run across town and go save this person and then i gotta run across town and tell this person what game did not do that well and made you relive every single painstaking moment was 12 minutes 12 minutes there was nothing to incentivize you run to run you you knew more information and you brought that yourself as the player um but if, you know what? If you needed something behind a grate and you had to unscrew two screws behind the grate, you well, guess what? The next day, you have to go find that thing behind the grate and you have to unscrew two screws to get behind the grate. Every single day, you'd have to do the same turn of events, the same dialogue to get to the same, the same spot in the story, um, which really drove me crazy. That's also kind of wild because, like, in that story, I didn't play this game, but, like, it's a husband and wife. Like... If he's like, this is wild, but listen to me, you know, like maybe, like I don't know. I feel for like- that though, there is something I think the story kind of connects with that, but I don't want to get into that because, like Matt said, that's more of like the middle part of this conversation for the episode. Mm-hmm. So I do want to go back a little bit to like how things introduce the time loop and specifically to, I guess. There, I, there's kind of two main ways that I view how loops in like movies or stories get introduced. And that is either it's, it's clear from the get-go. Like when you start it up, you know this, there's going to be a loop, right? Like something like Looper starts off with the act of like someone loop, like going through time, being sent back through time and then being killed. So like from the get-go, you know, this is like a world where the loop exists and all the characters are aware of it. And like the looping is integral to that like structure. And then on the flip side, you have something like, and not to say Forgotten City is the best example of this, but like stories that the loop is apparent at the end of the story, or at least to like the mm-hmm. characters within it. So like technically for you as the main character, right? Like if you boot Forgotten City with no idea of the game, you would not know it's a time loop until the first loop occurs, right? Like the story isn't set up to let you know from the get-go that this, like you just think, oh, I got transported to this like Roman world and now I'm with these like Roman era people. And then you're just like trying to figure out what's going on. And then you at the quote unquote end, you're like, Oh, I get to do it all again. Cause it's looping. Mm-hmm. So I think there's a different, there's a very interesting setup where if you're kind of, I guess, quote unquote, honest with the audience to let them know you're going to loop, like looping is an aspect from the get go that mm-hmm. the story needs to be designed in a way where it needs to make sense versus usually if you're quote unquote kind of hiding the loop aspect, then you want that to be mysterious, right? Like obviously that you like the person, the, um, the person experiencing the media, right? Whether it's a game or movie will learn and slash know that's Mm -hmm. a loop at some point. But I think that should be part of the mystery to be like, okay, I didn't realize it was a loop until now, but also why is it a loop? And I think 12 minutes is a little bit like that too, where technically you don't, I know it's advertised as a time loop gamer right? because they always say everything happens in the 12 minutes. But if you just went off of the title and you looked at it and they told you it's an adventure experience story, right? Then you, mm-hmm. you wouldn't know it's a loop until it happens, right? Because even the character itself is like, 
whoa, like I suddenly am not dead. You know, in case in a lot of the yeah. cases, the loop is caused because he dies, quote unquote, but then he loops back. So uh, it, it's definitely interesting. I don't mind it either way, like whether it's introduced early on or whether it's supposedly a surprise. But I feel like, especially for the ones that save it as a surprise, it's hard to go into it not knowing that. Because, right, due to social media and things like that, you know, that the idea, people end up describing it as a loop as part of the, like, reason to get into it, right? Because even, Matt, for yourself, when you talked about Forgotten City, you, I think, explained it as it's a time-looping story, like, from the get-go. So, like, that aspect of it was already kind of you know, reveal to us prior to us even knowing what it potentially could have been. But I just think it's an interesting, you know, dichotomy between the two. It's interesting that you talk like about whether someone just like happens upon it versus actually experience like something like the world ending or them dying. Uh, because I actually really like the first one when they just kind of piece it together all the time like so the game that i'm talking about is actually returnal it came out this year it's actually it's one of my favorite games of this year um alex really enjoyed it as well we both got the platinum um the it starts off with i know well like <laughs> tiffany's laughing i'm like yeah we're gonna have to be more specific right alex uh, <laughs> oh my god <laughs> um so the main character celine is on this alien island she is shot down and she is under the influence that she is seeing this all for the first time, she goes and she finds a body and it's someone from her, like part of NASA or whatever the, you know, I think it was Astra. Astra. Yeah. yeah. Astra. Yeah. That, that makes sense. Um, so she finds this Astra suit astronaut (laughs) and she pulls it over and it says Celine on it. Like it says her name and it's her gun and she's thinking, like, how is this possible? I have just, like, crash-landed here, and there's this dead body in my clothes. And, like, it took loops and her dying to realize that she must have, like, had some sort of amnesia to, like, lose her memories because she's actually been here on this planet for, you know, like, hundreds of years, which is crazy. Um, to me, I think that was the most striking difference in most time loops and the the cool part about it is that's mixing a time loop with a roguelite um and it's using the roguelite as a way to do a time loop story it kind of like hides the time loop story in a roguelite i think it's like super clever and to me i think that's one of the best modern versions of a beginning of a time loop i mean don't we also like it when Doctor Strange is like, I'm about to start a time loop, and then <laughs> goes on yeah. for a few minutes. I mean, I think that's pretty cool, too. When like mm-hmm. when you see the person who has the power to create a time loop, because I feel like it's very rare to see stories like that as well. And that is something I want to get into, but I guess when Matt gets to that point, I do want to discuss that aspect of time loops. I think that will come back in the end. Because I think that that might be where time loops kind of falter, (laughs) is seeing that reality. But let's just move on to the middle. We've already kind of, we jumped right into the middle, actually, at the very beginning. (laughs) Like a time loop. Um, Like a time loop. And then we realized we died and went right back to the beginning. And now we're here again in the middle. In in storytelling, they call that in media res, you know? Okay. Sure. Like starting like (laughs) We all went to college. Yep. <laughs> not obviously it's not Latin. college. What? Oh, in you know, I took I took two years of Latin in high school. Um, I remember nothing. Yeah, uh, didn't help me with calculus one bit. Guidance counselor from ninth grade. Thanks a lot. Oh wow, you were totally lied to. They were like, take Latin. It'll help you with calculus. Get yeah, hundred percent. That is. I'm, I'm pretty sure. She, I'm pretty sure she had no idea what she was talking about. But um, something tells me. Anyway. But going to the middle, I think, you know, Tiffany, you started off this conversation with kind of the bread and butter of what it means to do a time loop is how when you go time loop to time loop, you know, you're stuck here. What do you bring in between loops? Do you bring information? Do you bring gear? Do you bring currency? All these things kind of add in. And what I really like about the Forgotten City is the minimalistic approach of you're just bringing back knowledge 
and some like key items in the world. You don't have to go collect those key items. It's like very quality of life. So for a completionist, it's very easy to complete it. Um, for me, I, I like that aspect um, because it also, while I don't quite understand how you can bring items loop to loop, it does make sense that you can you can bring back your own knowledge. See, this is where I think I can I can explain it to you, Matt. Okay. It's because yep. he's physically collecting these items on his person and then he's literally going through a portal. That's a good See, point. He's not he's dying. He's not You're dying. Right. See, to me, he was carrying everything and he's just going through a mm-hmm. gateway. So I'm like, yeah, he has everything that he's taken before. Guess what? He has dupes because yeah. he keeps taking because he keep, would take it again. I had dupes, yeah. you know. I'll do it again. Yeah, you know. So I I think it was still on brand with the story. That's a good point. Storytelling. That's a good point. Um, Death Loop does something pretty interesting because I I feel like with these time loops, I need them to be explained to me. Like I need them to make sense for me to enjoy it. Death Loop does a good job of one of the. Uh, visionaries that you need to kill is actually a scientist that she designed the whole time loop science behind it and she also designed a way to imbue your weapons imbue different items so that you can take them from loop to loop and so for me like yeah do i understand the science no does the science exist no well according to you know that time loop (laughs) uh website that i quoted at the very beginning maybe maybe it does exist Uh, but to everyone else like i don't think you know that science exists but for me in a video game world that was enough for me to be sold on death loop like sure that makes sense and for me this currency that you you kill more enemies you find all these things you get this imaginary currency and that's the currency you use to imbue your weapons and if you die in the middle of a loop without spending it you don't get to imbue any of your weapons. Like there's no save file. It's all just in the moment, you have to save when you can in between the times of day. Um, and for me, I think that's a fair fair progression. Yeah, and, Matt, and I agree with you 100% for when you're talking about like how the loop actually operates. And that I think in all cases, right, whether it's a game or any other way of telling a story, right, TV show, movie, that right information is the primary resource that a character can take with them right it, mm-hmm. and that just always makes sense you know in any sort of looping fashion it's always going to be the knowledge that that character will retain with them right to, you know regardless of what the nature of how they loop right and i definitely agree with you especially for something like deathly where as long as there's an in universe explanation to when things do persist across loops I think mm-hmm. as long as that's justified, it's great, you know. And obviously for games, there's always going to be that, you know, side aspect to say, yes, you know, it's amazing if they have on top of the mechanic a reason for that mechanic to exist. But, you know, even if they don't do the best job to explain it, the fact that they let you have stuff like that, right, to keep that sense of progression going, right? Because that's what games are, right? There's always mm-hmm. you interacting with the game to progress through. And so as long as there is some sort of carryover, that's great just from a enjoyment perspective. But I do think it's always bolstered by an additional reason to be like, oh yeah, in your case, you get this resource. You can then put that on the, on the item and that's why it stays the same across time. So I, I definitely agree. As long as there's some sort of justification, I think that's what definitely makes things make more sense. And then when, things just reset or when things carry over and it's not explained, that's when the kind of the aspect of the story of the loop itself falls apart. And then, right. You know, and as they say, right, it's hold your, was it hold your disbelief at the door? Like, that's what they say mm-hmm. when you like go into anything to be like, yeah, you know, things sometimes might not make sense, especially for the more crazier stories, but they want you to enjoy for what it is. But I do think it does. Even if I hold my disbelief at the door, you need to do a good enough job to establish your world to make me care and make me believe that, okay, the loop's happening. Why is the loop happening? Okay, well, in these mm-hmm. cases, it might be explained. In other cases, it might not. And, you know, you might or mm-hmm. that might or might not be a benefit to the story to explain 
why a loop might be happening or why this happens like this because the character went back in time you know so i think it definitely depends on the story though in you saying keep your disbelief at the door like totally reminds me of like star wars when they're like there's no explosions in space it's like dude there are space wizards holding these lightsabers and you're talking about explosions in space come on um happy death day never explains the time looping and i just lived with it because i was like this is a b-rated horror movie like it is i'm i'm here for the ride and i enjoyed it sort of i did they made a sequel which i've yet to see they i'm did. interested in that i watched oh it. did you was it did they explain yeah. how the time loops happen no no well that's um, a bummer it was just yeah it was it was just more of the same which i you know you're going into that movie kind of expect you know you know what you're expecting like you're going for like cheap thrills yeah right? um and like they're not it's not scary or anything and it's just it's a fun premise. is that why you saw um, it i don't think because it wasn't that scary yeah oh, <laughs> oh yeah okay. it would you know it's almost like some of the older scream movies or something yeah. you know like just it's not super scary but like still a slasher and kind of like suspenseful um but that kind of brings in because i think that's an important point to lead into what I think might be the weakest part of time loops is the ending. Yes. Because for me, I think this all bases onto, I think all three of us, we are all three in the science field in some aspect or another, I would say. And I think that, that with that brings like more of an analytical mind when it comes into processing these things. And for me, I can only enjoy something that I can kind of understand as far as the story and for me time loops i can understand it to the point of enjoying it but to land that ending is something that i just can't quite understand most of the time it it just i feel like time loops don't do a good job at landing the ending and it's actually you know we'll talk more about this in our you know our recommend experience of the year but one thing that holds death loop back in my mind is I don't know if they landed the ending. Um, they didn't completely talk about uh, what would happen when all the visionaries died. Uh, and you kind of expect kind of the ending. And I won't spoil it um, completely um, because we'll talk about it at some point. But do you guys, is there a time loop story that really lands that ending for you? I actually really like, and I think of all time, it has to be the Forgotten City. Whoa! Because, and nice. and this is mostly because, uh, so obviously, like I said, spoilers were previous. So if you're still here and you didn't, <laughs> you weren't aware that there's a spoiler warning. Here's another spoiler <laughs> warning for the Forgotten City. Uh, but I like the fact that it built up to a supernatural being at the end. That it was this power kind of beyond humanity that was. I guess, involved in the aspect of the loop. And the fact that in that case, them closing the loop was them kind of literally closing off, right? This like realm of, I guess, death or right. This forgotten city, if you will, from the rest of the world, right? Because it was, you know, the last of the coins were distributed. The last of the people with the coins were then returned to the forgotten city. And, you know, through your advanced conversation, you know, somehow convincing this God basically, to mm-hmm. you know close this loop and to kind of end the this cycle that i prefer it when it becomes to something like this because you know in terms of as you referenced with death loop examples of two loops i particularly didn't like were actually returnal and 12 minutes uh and that's mostly because the kind of i guess quote unquote resolutions to these stories were at least from how i interpreted it that they were within the minds of the main characters. And mm-hmm. so in both cases, it was something that they were experiencing within themselves and they were kind of, you know, they were basically the cause of their own loop and there didn't seem to really be an actual resolution to the loop being closed. And so I think one of the worst things you can do with, if you do introduce a time loop story is not to resolve it closing, right? To say that Mm -hmm. the loop will continue. And I know that might be part of the message of the story to say, this is a story that will is stuck in the loop, but I don't 
you know, I don't find satisfaction in that type of storytelling to say, oh, yeah, they're stuck in the loop forever. The end. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, why did I go on this journey then to learn, like, how they're mm-hmm. stuck in the loop or why they're stuck in the loop just for you to tell me that they're just forever stuck in the loop? You know, like, I need some, you know, we need to close the loop, right? And things like, uh, uh, whatchamacallit? Now I'm forgetting. Forgotten City? Well, Forgotten Returnal. City, but also Looper and uh, Live, Die, Repeat, those movies, they close the loop at the end of the movie. Like, there is a resolution. Mm-hmm. And so, like, as long as you can close the loop, I think, at least to me, that's the minimum you can do as a for a time loop story is to say, this is the end. You know, even though that might go against, you know, people being like, oh, I love time loops. But it's like, no, I want the time loop to end. Like, that's neat. Mm-hmm. I actually think Edge of Tomorrow slash Live, Die, Repeat is one of my favorite endings to a time loop story. I mean, you say that Forgotten City has a supernatural explanation, and so does Edge of Tomorrow. And that's why right. and it closed but the I loop think, very well. Yeah, but for Edge of Tomorrow, I think the reason why the character loops I, it was kind of weird I didn't to me. think it was weird. Well, so obviously, spoiler warnings again. He just gets coated in the blood of one of the aliens and like the blood gets in his body, which allows him to then loop through time like how the alien does. Well, it's because the alien has like part of the right. But then also, how does the alien loop through time? They just that one. They're aliens. Right. Right. But that's what I'm saying. (laughs) Just saying they're aliens doesn't make sense. That's why it's not my favorite. I did think about Live, Die, Repeat. Because I think Tom Cruise and Emily Blunt they were so do good. a very good job acting. Matt, if you're not movie. turned off by the spoilers, I can lend you the movie. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, I'll, I'll watch it. I just think the reason for how he loops is weird and also why they're able to loop. But I, I do agree, at least they close the loop in that movie, which obviously, like I said, is the minimum they can do to resolve that loop. Yeah, I think the explanation is the biggest thing for me. And this is why Majora's Mask, for me, is the best time loop experience. I think the middle part, there, there's, you know, you know, it's an older game. But I think the backbone of In the Skeleton is beautiful because, like, you progress and you don't want to die from the moon. So you actually use a song that you learned in the last game, Ocarina of Time, called The Song of Time to go back 72 hours. So basically you do those loops and you make the loops yourself because you need more time to figure out how to, you know, stop this moon from crashing down. So basically, you know, you do the classic formula of Legend of Zelda. You find the four things that, you know, uh, banish the moon back so that you can have the time to face off against Skull Kid who has Majora's Mask, and once you have that, you know, you're, you're golden. And for me, that makes so much sense. Like, this, like, Link is the hero of time. Like, if you look at any other iteration past this, like Breath of the Wild, anything, like, they always talk about hero of time. You know, Wind Waker, um, they talk about the hero of time. And that he uses time to be a hero. It just makes sense for this narrative that's been going on for years and years and years. And so for me, that explanation of a time loop, that it's ne- like, it is absolutely a necessity to prevent, you know, world catastrophe. Like, that's that's it. That's it for me. And that that's the best explanation I've ever seen for a time loop. So hang your hat there. You guys should play it. Come 2023 when it's remastered. Let's do it. I'm I'm not even joking. When it gets remastered in probably 2023, I will buy you both a copy. And we'll do a peer review because it is a beautiful game. It will be when it's remastered. And it will be $60 for <laughs> each. <laughs> because Nintendo needs fed. <laughs> like, feed me. Yep. <laughs> All right, so... Let's get the final verdict. You know, we've we've gone through the beginning, the middle, the end of time loops. Do you like time loop stories? Are you good? Are you good for a while? And would you like them to do something different that we haven't seen? Or are you enjoying what you're getting? Especially this year. It's been very time loop heavy. Do you like it? Or are you are you good? So I haven't had a chance to play 12 minutes. And I know it is it doesn't sound well received at all in fact it's 
been mm-hmm. seems to be poorly received. But I'm still kind of intrigued by it, even though Matt has clearly stated that Gregorius is not going to be there to speed run the first six minutes for me. So I, you know, I'm still intrigued because I want to know. Does it even have a decent okay. ending? Or no? Uh, we're not going to talk about the ending here. We'll talk about that outside of the show. Why don't what, we've spoiled everything else? Why won't you spoil that for me? I think this is a little more sensitive of a topic, especially since you don't know oh. anything. So we'll leave it for outside. Okay. Of the anyway, show. so <laughs> you ask me if I'm still interested in time loops. I'm interested in twelve minutes. I think I okay. very much enjoy time loops in the medium of movies. I actually don't know if there's any time loop shows or at least like, or a short mini series on Netflix or something. I don't know if those exist. You know what? I feel Listeners like there's a black mirror episode. That's a time loop. Black no? mirror is there too no black scary. Mirror? Black mirror. Is too right. Scary. But I'm saying, I feel like one of those episodes is probably a loop. You know, who utilizes time loops. Doctor Loki. who? Oh. oh, that is true. If you think about it. Yeah. And we won't go into spoiler. Well, we've already spoiled it, but whatever. So I I really like time loop in film and visual media. Okay. So like I'll take those. Like get some writers to spice things up, you know? Like let me see your takes on time loops. Game wise, um I'll play twelve minutes and maybe Majora's Mask, maybe. Or or mm-hmm. I will. I will play that. But You should. Yeah, I don't know that I need any more though. I don't know unless there's a new mm-hmm. a new story to tell. Yeah. I'm not I'm not clamoring for it. I'm not really clamoring for it too. I think that there is a strong possibility that Housemark is going to announce a DLC at the Game Awards this this year. I think there's been some speculation as far as their social media presence that if they're going to have a dlc i would gladly take a dlc because that gameplay is just beautiful but for me i don't want a returnal 2 i don't want a death loop 2 i have seen that story and i have lived and died in those those stories you don't want to repeat for both (laughs) i've done my repeating you know and for me, I'd rather us not hash it out. I'd rather, you know, what you said. I want writers to see what they can do. How can you make this different? And honestly, I'm not creative enough to know what that is. But someone out there does. And I think in movies, I feel like it's an old property, like going all the way back to Groundhog Day. But I think it's a cool idea. And I'm all about time. Like, if we want to just talk about time travel, interstellar, like, remade the game for time travel which is not time loop so i feel like if you make those minds with writers in a good direction like we can make a really good movie out of this is tenant alex is tenant a time travel i was wondering about that what do you think i don't know that movie still confused me i have yet to see it a second time to like actually like figure it out i think it is a time loop did you ever watch this alex nope uh yeah um it's it's a really good movie um i think well i want to say it's really good it is a good movie i the more i thought about it i think it is a time loop because i think that there are certain characters that are going through time at a different in, time than other characters yeah exactly yes. and we'll leave it at that because alex you just need to experience it and get us confused i mean this is a spoiler. we've given the spoiler warning you know well i well i want you to not be spoiled because i want you to tell us your take whenever you watch it maybe you'll watch it on the plane that's a good plane movie probably oh that is a good just get oh, some headphones good southwest has it available then sure southwest on, doesn't have nice. tvs oh well then i guess i'm not watching <laughs> Unless you download the Rip. like Southwest app or something, and then do this curmudgeon oh. thing to like get on their whiffies. Gotcha, Alex. Final verdict on time loops. Honestly, after this year, you know, having experienced maybe one of the better time loops I've experienced, and having experienced one of the worst time loops I've experienced, I, I think I'm oh. I think I'm over it. I oh, think, I think there are different okay. ways to tell a story. 
And the fact that we've gotten so many so recently and the fact that they haven't been done, especially movie wise goes to show it's very difficult to do them well. And mm-hmm. also I feel like just as a trope, right. And, and as I mentioned kind of in the beginning where it's either something that everyone in the world is aware of, right. And that you as a viewer are immediately aware of, right. Something like looper that looping is a fact of this universe or whether it is a mystery, right? So it's not something you're supposed to realize till later on, you know? That's, it's kind of like a twist that there's a loop potentially, like, which sounds like Tenet is kind of like that, where it's like you didn't know there was a loop at first, but then you kind of try to figure out that there might be looping-related uh, aspects to the story. But because of that, I think we've, at least within my feeble mind, we've kind of pushed the limits of how you can tell a looping story. So since I've seen it both ways of like how it can be done well and how it can be done not so well that I'm kind of, I think we can give it a rest for a while. Excellent. Those are some good thoughts, some spicy thoughts and I appreciate them. And with that, I think that wraps up episode 54, which is for our viewers back home. This will be our last published uh, episode of 2021 you will hear from us probably in a couple weeks from time this is published in 2022 we will be having our big recommended experiences episodes that's right you heard it from us episodes plural get it excited so get ready spend this holiday have a safe holiday but spend a holiday experiencing all kinds of things hopefully with family and friends along the way um, but until 2022 we will li- leave you with grandmaster doug from all of us at RXP. Happy holidays, everybody. Happy holidays. And happy new year.